Hello, thank you guys again for tuning into the HBCU News Podcast. This is our segment and series, HBCU Startups, where we interview various businesses across the country, uh, typically underrepresented founders and CEOs that are doing great work. So tonight we have Nicole, who has a great wine business. Uh, I would love for you guys to learn her story, so please pay attention. Uh, but yeah, Nicole, I'd love to turn it over to you and you know tell the people a little bit about yourself and your business. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, Happy New Year to everyone. Um, And we are Sip and Share Wines. I am Nicole Kearney, the vintner and founder. And we own a a business that makes um, seven different wines that are artisanal vegan wines. It's a little bit different because all of our wines are vegan. I know people are like right now saying, I thought all wine was vegan, but many commercial manufacturers um, when they do a process called spining or what clears the wines when you buy it, it has that very clear quality to it. Um, use animal byproducts, usually egg whites, pork gelatin, um, fish bladder, and we use a clay to clear our products. So we have a, our seven-word wine collection, which are words like intention, manifest, love, so very affirming um, and um, affirmational names and um, names that are inspirational. And then we also have um, some wines that we make that are just very limited production that we put out a couple times a year. Awesome, awesome, I love it. And uh, do you guys ship these, uh, you know, ship these wines internationally as well or just here in the U.S.? So right now we're only in the U.S., and so our model is that we do we come go across the country pouring our wine. So we don't have a tasting room, which is the usual kind of winery model. Um, and so we have decided that what we are doing is um, we make our wines. We're very passionate about creating wine and creating community with our wine for people who are underrepresented and overlooked by the wine community, which is mostly African-American individuals. And so we make our wine for um, for us, by us, and we take it across the country to different wine festivals and events, pour our wine for the people, and then um, they can then order subsequently online, um, join our wine club and get two, four, or six bottles delivered to their home. They can also purchase wine when we come to an event. Um, in different cities. So, like, we, we'll be in Richmond, Virginia at the beginning of February, um, the 7th through the 8th of February, we'll be in Richmond, Virginia. We may be in Charlotte, North Carolina early February, and then we plan to be in Atlanta a couple times this year, um, and kind of pretty much all over the, the probably the East Coast, because we primarily do the East Coast. But and even though we're based in Indianapolis, we do a lot of East Coast. We do Chicago, Ohio, Kentucky, Atlanta, the whole DMV area. But, yeah, and we ship everywhere, pretty much almost everywhere in the country as well. Awesome, awesome. I love it. So um, for my first question, what made you want to get into the wine business? What, what, was, what was the interest of that? So I started, like most people, drinking wine, college days. Um, Sweet wine is most people's introduction. Um, And then as I got older, I went to grad school. And one of the things we did in grad school, um, 
was um, we talked about wine as we wrote. So I have a terminal degree in um, dramatic writing. And so we talked about wine. We would bring wine from our different uh, locations that we were when we came to grad school together. So I started learning more about, um, you know, the, I guess, the history of wine and learning about wine. And that kind of got me interested in more of the technical side, more than just being the wine enthusiast that I am. And so that really led to me understanding that people did home wine tastings, that that was a business. I had a really good friend of mine, um, Naisha, who invited me to a home wine tasting. I had never been before, learned that this was actually something you could do. And so we started our business by representing other um, black and women winemakers from around the country. Um, And we would bring those wines into people's homes. And as it was just more legalities and issues, we pivoted to becoming our own winery. And we kind of do that same model, but like I said, we do it on a larger scale. So my love of wine, just um, I, I really, really enjoy wine. And then I got into making it because my children at the time were younger. They're now in college. Um, they couldn't buy me wine, so they bought me a um, class on making wine. And that really really propelled the business that we're into now. Okay. That sounds awesome. Awesome. So uh, earlier you spoke of, you know, about healthier options and what, you know, some other companies are doing, you know, why, why is that important, you know, to you as a CEO, why is it important to have a healthier, you know, alternative for the consumer? So for me, um, a lot of my family and friends are vegan or vegetarian. Um, My mother, my brother, um, I'm a pescatarian. At this point in my life, I used to be a vegetarian. And so a lot of people just want to, as, you know, know, people in life want to drink healthier, drink better, um, and lead just healthier lives. So for me, it was like it's very easy to make a wine that fits with people's um, healthier lifestyle options and gives you something that's gluten-free, that is, um, you know, it's vegan. And so it's just a good plant-based option for people to really drink better. And that's what I want people to think about. Like when you want to drink, you want to drink better. And for me, you know, you don't get up. I don't have a hangover um, with our wine. So you don't feel that hangover. You don't feel um, sluggish or, or bad about the fact that you drank maybe the whole bottle the night before. And so that for us is really to um, give us, especially African-American population where we have so many health issues um, attributed to things that we usually eat and or drink. So this was an opportunity for us to still have something that tastes delicious, but also um, is better for our body. Mm. Awesome. I like that. I like that. Um, For my next question, uh, going forward, what, what, impact do you want your business to have uh whether that's a service initiative or you know the, the way you want to tap you know uh get in front of the consumer you know what impact are you guys trying to leave so um impact long term is we're creating um a generational business so like i said my children are in college this is something i want to leave to my children um my nephew and nieces to come in and take over this business um, in maybe 10 years from now. But for now, we're really um, trying to, you know, we're moving our wine club. We want to, um, we are steadily enrolling people into our wine club. Like I said, you can get two, four, or six bottles monthly or quarterly delivered to your home. 
Um, we're still going to travel the country for 2020, again, pouring for the people, bringing wine directly to our customers so they can taste it, um, so you can try it before you buy it. And then really, and we're building up our wholesale accounts um, around the country, um, a lot of jazz clubs, um, black-owned uh, restaurants. We want our wine to be um, a part of people's staple um, in life. So, like, for me, wine is a staple. It's something that I drink consistently. I drink wine, tea, water. Those are, like, my three things. So I'm the person, I drink peanut butter and jelly. I mean, I eat peanut butter and jelly, and I drink um, a red blend. Like, our gratitude red blend goes great with peanut butter and jelly. Um, we are launching um, this year, we are launching in about two weeks, we'll have Sipley Sparkling, which is our new sparkling wine, and it goes great with, like, a Pop-Tart. I happen to like strawberry frosted Pop-Tarts, so it goes great with that or whatever Pop-Tart of your choosing. So it goes, um, so basically wine can pair with anything, and I think a lot of people don't always realize that wine has um, compare with pretty much any food you eat on a day-to-day basis. Mm, that's good. I like the fact that you touched on the, you know, the generation, generational wealth, but also, you know, just, just family business and aspect, right? Uh, you know, do you work currently with any of your uh, family currently in your business? And uh, why is that, why is that, I guess, so important to you? And why do you feel like that's important uh, in the black community? So in our community, especially, it's growing. Um, we say we are not a family business, but we are a business of family. And so um, my family is intricately involved in my business. Um, my fiance helps make the wine, you know, move wine wherever he goes to most of the events with me and pours wine, especially when we travel on the road. I have a brother who works for um, a major um, Fortune 500 company. And he handles, helps me with all my sales techniques. So he works in sales for them and helps me, like, fine-tune our sales techniques. Um, I have a daughter who has done hospitality while she's kind of um, gone into college. And so she helps me with that. I have a son who does finance um, and and management and uh, risk assessment. So he helps us look at that. My mother does our accounting and book work. Um, so it is literally um, a business of family. You know, my dad has, you know, offered to drive wine around the country. Same thing with my brother and, and my dad. My brother retired military. Um, my fiance um, was in the military. So, you know, my mom worked for the Department of Defense. So we have, a, you know, it's just literally our entire family, like, gets involved, nieces and nephews, my niece comes out. Um, she's one of my wine ambassadors. She heads my wine ambassador team. And so she trains new wine ambassadors to come out and do events. So this literally for us is building a business that will support um, not only our family, but other black families that look like us in, in doing things like where can we buy um, our, our our grapes from, where can we get our graphic design done, who can we buy bottles from. So we're trying to get to the point where we are from grape to glass, um, a supply chain of people who look like us that we can support. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I definitely, definitely agree with you. I, you know, that's definitely one thing that we promote here. Um, yeah, so that's great. So for my next question, 
you know, what are some upcoming things you guys want people to know that you guys are doing in, in 2020 that you think is, you know, important? So um, the next thing we're going to launch, um, actually starting tomorrow, we're going to launch our, we do, we had a Ruby Red port that we put out for the holiday season and it sold, it sold out pretty much the day we released it. And so we're doing another um, limited production run, about 50 bottles, and it launches tomorrow. We have some pre-orders already done. We're going to actually, um, it'll be out right before Valentine's Day. So we'll have a campaign for that that people can order it. We'll ship it to you um, right before Valentine's Day. Also, we'll have our Sipley Sparkling um, White Sparkling Wine. It's a sweet sparkling wine for people. You can incorporate it into your brunch. It's something you can drink alone. Um, it makes a great mimosa. Um, I've already tried it. So put a little cranberry juice or a little pineapple juice in it. It's wonderful. So those are two things we'll have that are very limited production. I think we're going to have about 60 bottles of the uh, Sipley Sparkling Wine. And so that's forthcoming. And then just this year, like I said, we're going to be traveling to a lot, um, a lot of cities. We've done Essence Fest the last two years in a row. Um, we've been in Atlanta. We're going to be Atlanta a couple more times. We'll be in the DMV area. Um, I'm from New Jersey, so I'll probably make a trip back home. Um, my family home is North Carolina, so we plan to be there a couple times. So just kind of following us on social media um, to see kind of where we are, if we're going to be in your city, or if there's an event going on in your city that you think is something that we should be involved with, you know, send us a message, inbox us, let us know. And if, you know, we have the space and availability, then we want to come kind of pour for the people and hang out and have a good time with everyone else. Awesome. Awesome. And you said uh, North Carolina, shout out to North Carolina. That's actually where I went to college too, North Carolina A&T. So for all the people. When did you come out? My yeah. baby brother went to A&T. Yeah. Yeah, 2016. So yeah. So yeah. All okay. The, all the HBCs out there, all the black people doing great things. I love, I love North Carolina. That's where my mom's side is actually from. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's awesome. And you said you guys are so you guys are based on the East Coast or the West Coast? So we're actually in the Midwest. So we're in Indianapolis, Indiana, okay. but we're kind of in the state that they call the crossroads of America. But um, my family home is is North Carolina on both both my parents, my ancestral side. And so we do a lot of work there. Like I said, we go. Um, I'm born born and raised in New Jersey. Okay. So I go back to New Jersey and do events. My grandma's still there, aunts, uncles, cousins. So we kind of travel that eastern seaboard. So for us, like New Jersey, New York, um, North Carolina, the whole DMV, Florida, Georgia, that's kind of really our target. In Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, that's like our target areas that we really focus on um, as we move um we move our line, and, and that's really where our customer base lies. Like you said, you know, a lot of great um, HBCUs in North Carolina. Um, we do um, – this, this year, one of our goals is to do tailgating at HBCUs. So we're trying to get that scheduled together because we want to do a whole thing and show how tailgating can be different and that we can bring out wine and really show people that, you know, you can still enjoy tailgating with a different type of beverage. So we love to be able to get into 
Um, you know, folks at HBCUs, invite us out. Let us come tailgate with you. We did do, um, and we do custom wines too. So we did a custom wine for Kentucky State um, for their homecoming weekend. <clears throat> so we do custom label wines as well. So we can make your own label on, on your wines for, you know, for whatever, for whether it's, you know, the HBCU homecoming, it's your wedding, um, just whatever, family reunion, whatever kind of events, or even for your business. Oh, wow. We definitely need to talk on that thing. You got my attention with that. <laughs> Absolutely. We can definitely make that happen. We, we got some pretty, pretty good people we're working with, with the business schools and things like that. So we will definitely be talking about that. So please follow up with that because I like the label. Absolutely. And production. That's awesome. Uh, uh, for my next question, you know, we're, dang, we're already got only 10 minutes left. Um, my next question, you know, why do you think, you know, that is important? I, I see a lot of times even in our community, we have, you know, I was just talking to a, a mentor of mine last night. Uh, you know, when they say, dang, there's really a gas station or there's really a liquor store on every corner in the black community. There's really a smoke shop every corner in the black community. But you think of all these places and we don't own a lot of these products, right? Like, so to have the fact that you guys have a wine, I find that powerful. But like, I just want to hear a little bit of your take on that, you know, because we buy, we consume a lot of alcohol, right? We consume a lot of tobacco products. You know, what's your take on, you know, using, you know, those type of products to circulate or, you know, maybe create some positive impact. So I agree. And um, I, I've spent um, a long part of my career doing community economic development. And there are a lot of what people would call deterrent businesses um, in our communities. And the thing is, we don't own them. So we create a lot of these businesses are created by others. And they just take, take, take. For us, um, we are creating community uh, with wine. So we give back to our community as well. We, I do a lot of mentoring, um, a lot of coaching of young folks who want to come in, because I'm also a writer by trade. So I'm a writer turned winemaker. So I deal with a lot of writers. I write for stage screen and streaming. And so I give a lot, just as much time back. And even just talking to young people about entrepreneurship, um, no matter what you choose, and I do realize, yes, we make wine, and people are like, oh, my gosh, like you said, we don't need another blank, blank, blank business. Um, that's why we chose to make our wine better for um, the community, something better to drink. But also part of our goal is we are also creating something that we can, in turn, give back to individuals to make um, – it's for them to be able to financially support their family. So one of the things that we're going to launch in 2020 is our wine ambassador program around the country. So other individuals can come and sign on and do home wine tastings and wine tastings in communities that they live in and also financially benefit from that because our customers are um, primarily black women, but also black men. So if you want to go out and also make money, um, we also provide that avenue to do that. So we are not just taking from our community and like, hey, we're just giving you, you know, this alcoholic beverage, which is what people see it as. But wine to me is something that's, that, that's elevated because when you are in business and in the business world, wine is the beverage of business. And so we are also providing education on you know, what wines to drink when you're in a social setting or a business setting, how to hold a wine glass, 
um, how to even just understand why to speak. Because when you go to a business event and if your boss orders um, a Cabernet Sauvignon, you should not be ordering Crown and Coke <laughs> at all. And so many of us, that's what we know. We know Crown and Coke or we know we know this Patron. So we're going to go with just out of, you know, panic or fear with what we know. But if we have a few basic, okay, red wine is I can get this. This is if I can get white. This is if I can get rosé. And we can pair those up with what kind of foods. Like, okay, I know I'm going to go in here and I'm going to order a salmon. So I could get a good Riesling because Moscato is not on the menu, y'all, at most restaurants. I'm going to just tell you. I love my Moscato drinkers. We do make a red summer Moscato, but it's not really on menus. So what can you order? And if people don't see something familiar, then they just kind of shut down. Which they get a good Riesling, that'll go. Um, or if you can get a good Chardonnay. So we try to give people that, you know, the education. So it's not just you're going to drink. We're going to give that education. So when you go to that next dinner party with your boss, Crown and Coke is not your go-to. You actually have the wine glass. You're holding it properly by the stem, not by the bowl. You know, you know how to swirl it. You know what swirling is to open up the wine, let the aromas out. So you can have that conversation, even though you may not have, you may have grown up with a wine education. You have the basic education to walk into a room, speak the language where people are like, oh, okay, they kind of know what they're talking about. And unfortunately for us, and even for myself, I've been in this industry like a decade, I still get questioned on should I be in the room? Mm. Um, am I serving everyone in the room? Mm. And um, question about my wine choices, because I'm a dry red drinker, and so my house is filled with 100 bottles of wine, oh, wow. predominantly all black wine makers. And um, that's what I drink. And so, but when I go out in public and I go to events, people are still like, oh, so tell us what you like. Is it like such and such? And I'm like, no, I'm really a champagne drinker. I like grower champagne. And I like, and so champagne only comes from the Champagne region in France. So I'm like, there's certain things I like. And, you know, if it's coming from Epernay, it's from Reims. And I grew up in Europe, and my dad's military, like I said. So I have a different vocabulary, and I, I learn wine, and I, and I study it, and it's what I live. So when I'm in a room of people, like, you're not going to intimidate me. You're not going to punk me because this is what I know. Like, I do this. And so a lot of times black people will be in the room, and they'll be like, sis, did you just? Yes, girl, I just checked in nicely about this wine, but we're about to drink this and do this. So, you know, we can code switch on that. Because wine should be fun, and for sip and share, all of our wine is approachable, it's accessible for every palate, and above all else, our wine is fun, and we're fun. So we encourage people, check us on social media, find out where we're going to be pouring, come hang out with us, holler at us, taste some wine, and just hang out and have a good time with us, because we're really good people, we have amazing energy, and, yeah, we're going to drink some wine. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, yeah, I mean, for any you know, any other people that want to get, get involved or, you know, ways they can reach out to you, you said social media, but if there's any other opportunities, feel free to, you know, share that right now for them. Like I said, we are looking for wine ambassadors in different cities. Um, so you can go to our website, um, SIP, S-I-P, then the word and share wines with an S dot com. 
and we're at Sip and Share Wine on Twitter, um, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. So you can find us on all social platforms. Feel free to inbox us. Um, it's usually me answering the questions, sometimes not, but mostly me. Um, and so, um, yeah, we are really excited, like I said, about wine. We created the Seven Word Wine Collection, like I said, to be affirming and inspirational. The names are intention, manifest, love, gratitude, conjure. I'm missing a word or two in here. Um, awaken. Um, so we really want to have very high vibrational words, and we want people to enjoy our wine. And just really, and again, make it fun because we think wine should be fun. It shouldn't be stuffy. Um, wine is not just made for um, old Caucasian men because black women, we drink over $4 million of wine a year. So we should embrace us and embrace the wine we're making and just and really have fun. And that for me is making wine accessible. Um, making wine fun and making it affordable for for anyone who wants to enjoy wine. I love it. I love it. Well, Nicole, it's definitely been a pl pleasure. We have to definitely do this again, and we will definitely be in contact. Definitely shoot shoot me an email after this. Let's definitely connect on you know the HVC piece. I love to help. Um, so yeah, this has been great, you guys. As she said, sip and share wines, look them up. And if you want to be an ambassador, make some money part-time or full-time, message them, make it happen. Uh, but yeah, as you guys know, this is the HBC News Podcast. Uh, I see you liking, I see you commenting, I see you sharing online, but I need you to subscribe, people. As we continue to grow our following, we want to interview various businesses, we want to hire more people on, and that comes with out outreach and communication, right? So support, we support back. Thank you, Nicole. I definitely appreciate I have a question it. for you though. Where can everybody find the podcast who wants oh, to HBC support? Man. You can find it. You can find it on every platform. Find it on every platform. There we go. HBC News. And we will be following, sharing, liking, um, yeah, and, and joining in the fun because again, we support anyone who supports us. Actually, we support everybody who looks like us. Let me just be honest. We support everybody. I'm like Issa Ray. If they black, we're looking for you to win. <laughs> right i like it i like there it. there we go there we go and thank you for the opportunity and you have a great rest of your week and we look forward to the airing of the show thank you thank you have a great night you too bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.